When you're a single parent, there can be a lot going on from managing money to growing your career or business while parenting, dating, and finding time for yourself. How can you create a great life and actually have fun doing it? That's the question we're here to answer. Welcome to Single and Mighty, the podcast where we believe single parents deserve to lead mighty lives. I'm Carmel Ecker, a single parent who gets my adventure fix as a mountain biking coach. I'm also the founder of Your One Amazing Life. And I'm Lindsay Carlson, a solo parent who left an abusive relationship to start a new life. I now enjoy running my own company, Mighty Inc. Marketing. We've both been single parents for more than a decade, which means we've made our share of mistakes and learned a few things along the way. What stands out for us is the value of community, inspiration, and support to create a life you love no matter what the world throws at you. And that's what this podcast is all about. So listen in, get inspired, and leave a review so other single parents can find it too. And sign up at singleandmighty.com for bonus resources and special news. Oh my goodness. Christmas, you know, and Christmas always seems like it's this far away thing. Like you hit like Halloween and it's just because we're in Canada. So our Thanksgiving is done by, you know, in mid-October and then Halloween. And then we have this, it feels like this long period of time, like six, seven weeks until Christmas is actually here. And it seems like this huge, long period of time. And then all of a sudden I'm looking at the calendar like, oh my God, it's like two weeks away, (laughs) two and a half. Yes. (laughs) I haven't done all the Christmas shopping. (laughs) It's true. Americans have it a little bit. They have a bit more of a runway onto the holidays. I, that's actually a good point. (laughs) I think, I think there's, Um, they, they actually have a shorter runway because their their Thanksgiving happens and then Christmas comes fairly but but it's like okay Thanksgiving time to think about Christmas and it's like there's that quick shift that quick turnover yes. and and we get lulled into a false sense of security that we have all the time in the world <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah I'm glad it's no. not just me I'm so glad <laughs> But I guess I guess if we want to talk about Christmas and like how we're preparing for it and what we're approaching. So this year has been absolutely crazy. November was, it felt like a complete marathon. We got COVID for a solid three weeks. I was so sick. Normally with COVID, I was in the past, I've I've been able to function and get work done and just not feel great. This time I could barely sit at my computer. My head was pounding. My ears were ringing. It was so awful. Yeah. And it happened at the worst time because we were in the middle of being evicted from our rental because our landlord wanted to move into the home that we had had for the past seven years. So not only were we moving, but we were completely changing everything because that was a huge house, lots of room to spread out, double car garage full of storage. My kids had basically grown up there for seven years and we moved into a beautiful little tiny suite. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's, 
it's lovely and deluxe and we're so grateful to have a beautiful place to live, but it's just, yeah, I had to get rid of probably 70% of the stuff we had accumulated over, over the years. So I think for me, because of the move and the craziness of being sick, I am just letting go of mm. perfect. And so one of the things that happens in this really great little community that we moved into. Um, they have a Santa visit and a big Christmas tree lighting celebration and the whole community shows and they're singing. And I really wanted to go to that. And yeah, it happened like the second day we were here when I could barely see my way to the front door between all the boxes. And I just kind of had to let go of, okay, I can do it next year. I don't have to be at all the things and do all the things. And even with gifting, I I'm taking this, like the furniture was intentional. And now I'm thinking how can be so intentional about the gifts that I don't give my kids so much stuff that they have to get rid of one day. <laughs> and, and they're at university, two of them are, and, and they don't need to carry a whole bunch of stuff around. So I, yeah, I think it's given me a great, a great way to sort of decompress, take the pressure off because now I've been through such a crazy time. I just really want the peace and the togetherness and whatever supports those two yeah. things. That's I, I love that idea of letting go when things just don't work out the way that you wanted them to, thought they were going to, whatever. I This past weekend, my son and I were supposed to come over. Actually, we'd, we'd enlisted one of his friends. We were coming over. We we're going to go to the PNE, the Pacific National Exhibition. They have this winter fest. It's, it's in Vancouver and we live in Victoria. So we need to take a ferry from our little island over to the mainland. And the reservation that I made, it just happened that the, the weather was terrible. The winds were too high and they canceled our sailing. And like, I was all set to go. I was excited. We had a hotel because it was an evening event. And, and like, oh. we were, I was just, we'd never been before. So we were just really excited about going. And yeah. we just like, it, that was, that was it. <laughs> it was like all of a sudden, mm -hmm. oh, that weekend just isn't happening. And we had to readjust. And I actually did it fairly yeah. quickly. My son's friend did it fairly quickly. My son did Aww. not do it so quickly. He was really, really set on Aww. going over to Vancouver and getting to stay in a hotel. And we've stayed at this particular hotel oh, yeah. before and he really loves it. So he was excited and it just, yeah, for, for hours after we had to call it, he was like, well, can you just like check and see if there's any reservations on later ferries? Uh, and, you know, it's okay if we don't get there till like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, take a helicopter, mom, yeah. we can do so, it. <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, and, and I was getting a little bit frustrated. And so I just kind of had to be open mm. to the reality that, okay, he, he really had his heart set on this. And I, you know, I have to help him let go yeah. of that expectation because it's just not going to happen. So not this weekend anyways. So um, that's yeah. so hard, but I the know. letting it go. I love the opportunity. Mm. Yeah. The letting it go. And also like walking your child through disappointment yeah. because that's a part of life mm -hmm. too. And I used to try and protect my kids from that, but the fact is it totally happens and there was nothing you could do about it. So, and I know that you even texted us to see if we could take the tickets because they were valuable. 
<laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah. It's but too bad that it didn't work out. And honestly, happen. I don't know if you would have wanted to go yeah. either because it was absolutely miserable. Like <laughs> it was cold. It was the wet. It was possibly night. the worst possible night to go to this event because it is an, it is an yeah. outdoor event. So yeah, just, eh, oh, well. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> well, I love the, I love the resilience that you, that you showed in the situation. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So tell me about your Christmas. I know that you have been coordinating a lot of plans and people and, and locations. This yeah. Year. So every year it's a matter of like who we have some things set up between my, my ex and I as to, you know, when, our son is going to spend time with each of us. Um, but we also like to be a little bit flexible. So we're working on establishing something for this year and it hasn't actually been fully established yet. And I keep looking at the calendar and I'm like, so we kind of got to make a decision pretty soon. So ah. from the, the co-parenting perspective, I'm a little frustrated right now <laughs> that we haven't managed mm, to like nail down what is this going to look like. Um, and part of that is about really yeah. setting the expectations for our son as to where he's going to be when. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who, uh, one of the most, she's a single parent. And one of the w- most wonderful things I think she did for her daughter when she was young, because she's she's actually now just gotten married and is pregnant and going to be having kids of her own, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. But she was telling me that when her daughter was young, she would routinely set the expectation for what's going to happen every day. Okay, this is what's going to happen today. So that her daughter just had that sense of security of knowing what was coming. And so I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty brilliant. So I'm trying to yeah, do that for, for our son as well so that he knows what's coming. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. And it's not perfect. It's not coming together on schedule. And yeah, I wonder if there's some discussion about, oh, sometimes, (laughs) sometimes we don't have our plans far enough in advance, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and part of it too is also that, you know, I'm dating someone and we want to spend some time together over the Christmas break. And so it's like, there's also another person involved that also deserves consideration. My ex-husband also has a partner who I'm sure he wants to spend time with over the holidays. So there's actually a lot of people to consider. And I just know that deciding what the dates are going to be further ahead just kind of helps everybody figure out what's their, what are, what are those two weeks going to look like? A lot of moving pieces. pieces. Yeah. When, when do you think that you're actually going to have this? (laughs) I sent sent him a text today (laughs) saying, hey, we've really got to nail this down. So, hey, help me out here. (laughs) Do you find that you have different planning styles usually around things like this? Or is this? No, we do have slightly different planning styles. It it kind of ends up being me who says, hey, we need to plan for this. And then he responds. (laughs) So, you know, I, I just, I, I've just accepted that that's going to be my role of saying, Hey, you know, I'm looking ahead and here's what we need to figure out, whether it's Mm -hmm. Christmas or spring break or, you know, the summer holidays. And, you know, I can either get really frustrated that it's always me that's, you know, figuring out what's or, or saying, Hey, we got a plan for this, or I can just accept 
that it's me that's going to be yes. the initiator of that. Or I maybe need to have another conversation with him about, hey, I don't want to always be the person who's sorting this out or like keeping my eye on the calendar. Can you help out a little bit more? So setting some expectations if possible mm -hmm. there. And yeah. And doing it in the most diplomatic and, way. <laughs> and it also requires that letting go that we were talking about, right? You know, that saying, hey, here's what I'd love to happen. Can you be the person who plans X, Y, Z every year so that I don't like, there's one less thing for me to worry about and then let go and trust that he's actually going to do it. Cause now it's no longer in my control, so to speak. I mean, it is mm -hmm. because I can reach out at any time and say, Hey, I haven't seen anything about this, but I also, the whole point of me saying, Hey, can you take this on is so that I don't have to be thinking about it. So it's also just mm -hmm. letting go and trusting yeah. that it's going to work out. Yeah, absolutely. Here, my, my brain is like marketing messaging <laughs> all around this. I'm like, okay, so you need to frame this from what's in it for him. But seriously. Yes. You know what? Actually, I think there is a bit of co-parenting, managing your co-parenting relationship that is, you know, mar learning marketing messaging might actually really help us a lot. <laughs> In the advocacy, right? Self-advocacy, knowing how to, yeah, knowing how to open someone's mind to yeah. what you need in a way that they'll yeah. buy into it. Yeah. That's fun. There's an app that I used to think was really fun and it does, it kind of sets it up for you. It's called Husband Motivator and it, I've never used it for my right. husband, but it helps you walk through a situation and it kind of breaks down the messaging of like, what's in it for them and why would they care and how could you talk to them? So if that's still around, that's I think it is. That's brilliant. It's totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if not, then run it through a chat. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's great. That's, you know, a way of looking at what at any situation from someone else's perspective, right? It's not, you know, it might sound like really manipulative, but really what it is, it's about looking at things from someone else's perspective. Yeah. It's that consideration. Yeah. I think a lot of the times in the communications work that I do, it's, it's just about how to yeah. talk to people and not everyone understands. Like they actually probably don't care how you want things to go or what your timelines are or what your vision is because they're no longer your partner and they don't give you hoots necessarily. <laughs> but <laughs> so if you can put yourself in their shoes, <laughs> yeah. And just sort of like, okay, well, what would, what would make their lives easier? Oh, Hey, if I did this by, if I had this by that time, then I could set my son's expectations and that would be really restful and, you know, really easier on him. Or, you know, these are, these are the shared goals that we have. And, and here's an idea of how we yeah, could reach I them. That. So good. Yeah. Look, at, Look at me giving advice and something right? I don't do. Well, now that, and that's a great point. Like your, your Christmas is very different from mine. You don't have to worry about another person, um, another parent, um, and their schedule. So what does, what does your Christmas look like? Yeah, I actually, that's one thing that I think is lovely in the solo parent situation is having that full say, you know, over what you want. Now, of course my kids, two of them are in their twenties now. So I need to my son kind of wants to like hang out with his people and do his thing. So I'm hoping to have him over for a few nights, but who knows? Cause he's, you know, an individual with his own mm -hmm. choice and my daughter too. But yeah. So 
to me, it's always been, what are some core moments that we can create mm-hmm. together? So what's a highlight or what are the things that we look forward to? For me, it's like opening stockings on Christmas morning. That's a big one. And doing a nice breakfast. And I don't like being in the kitchen all day. Amen, sister. I hate that. (laughs) So I don't do that. I am am picking up what you're putting down. (laughs) (laughs) So what can we do that that is ours? And yeah, I mean, we can eat nice food, but we can spend the day outside on a hike or play games all day or whatever yeah. it is that we actually enjoy yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I love that. For Thanksgiving this year, I spent it with um, part of it anyways, with um, my, my boyfriend and his sister and her girlfriend. And we chose to not have turkey or any like big, we actually went and got steaks from the local store nice. and we just made it super easy and everybody chipped in and no one had to spend hours making this like fancy dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it was so love awesome. It. I love that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Now, my family, my my extended family doesn't quite see it the same way as I do. I have someone who loves to be in the kitchen all day, but you know, I'm very clear that that's not right. going to be me. So if you guys want to do it, go for yeah. it. Yeah. And you do have family nearby. I don't, I don't actually, I, my sister lives in Victoria as well. So I usually, she usually comes yes. over and as long as she's not working and, uh, and we have an, we have a nice dinner. It's not a turkey dinner. Actually, I think last year we did do a turkey dinner because she really wanted a turkey dinner. I was like, well, then you come over and you cook the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what I would say. But you do have a fair bit of family around. So yeah, that does that change anything yeah. for you? Do you end up spending a lot of time with them? Yeah, actually, I'm really grateful. My <laughs> Most of my bigger family of origin moved into our town this year. Awesome. So yeah, we were previously at least a three hour commute with a ferry ride across the ocean. And, um, but now we're, we're all in like a 10 minute radius of each other, which is kind of wild. It was, it was our vision a couple of years ago to maybe yeah. make that happen. And, and so little by little it it's happened. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be the first year this year that we're not putting all the gifts into the back of a car and trying to squish everything in and, <laughs> you know, not, not buying gifts that are huge so that we didn't have to transport them to my yeah. sister's place. And yeah, it'll be a new thing, a new Christmas. And I don't know what yeah. it's going to look like yet. And there's some apprehension there. And I think the things that I can control are the parts that matter the most to me. I can, I can make sure that I do my best to make those things happen and the rest of it I'm just going to go with it and, and we'll, we'll create our own ways of doing yeah. things. Yeah. One of the, if, again, it's this, the theme seems to be letting go, <laughs> you know, letting go <laughs> of what used to happen in the past and being willing to embrace something new can really make a huge difference to how you feel about, you know, this year's experience of the holidays, right? If you're newly divorced and all of this is, you know, fresh and the, the idea of not spending the entire holidays with your kids or whatever have, you know, especially if you're going to be alone for part of it, like no part of mm-hmm. your family lives in your area, that can be mm-hmm. really, really challenging. And so there's like, there's mm-hmm. kind of have to let go of what was in order to embrace yeah. what is and maybe create some new traditions, or maybe it's just what you happen to do this year 
in order to create the, you know, create a season that feels really good for you or create an experience that feels really good for you, no matter what is happening. Absolutely. I remember feeling so alone the first Christmas with my kids. I don't know if we had family all that close at that time, but it was just sort of looking around the room and, and, oh my goodness, I have to bring so much energy to this because there's no other parent and there's like, we're in a house that we didn't live in last year and we're, you know, we have none of our stuff with us anymore. And so how do I single-handedly make Christmas magical? And that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that's the way to do it. I I think what eventually evolved was the kids each took some responsibility Mm. too for what they loved about it. Right. So my, my oldest kids would play with my youngest and, and they would do quiet things for hours. And I found moments where I could just take some time to myself, which was really lovely. And absolutely, it looked mm. different. But I think you're right. I think if you can just take a deep breath and try not to panic, something will evolve from that initial moment of, of being so mm-hmm. alone in it. Yeah. As you were talking about your kids taking some responsibility for, you know, Think different things. I was like, oh yeah, there's that beauty of co-creating something new, right? And not thinking that it's all up to you as the parent, but actually giving them some agency in what happens from this moment forward. I think it can be really, really, mm-hmm. you know, this is a bit of an overused word, but empowering for kids to be like, oh, I get, I get a say yeah. in what we do. I get a say in how this, how we decorate the house or, you know, what goes on the tree yeah. or what, what Christmas movies we watch or what, you know, what non-Christmas movies we watch. <laughs> if not everybody, yeah. not everybody wants to have Christmas movies, right? So yeah. yeah, the, the co-creation of it also just really takes a lot of pressure off of you as the parent to like make magic because it's, it's hard as one single individual adult to make this season special. If that, if that's your thing, because also I want to acknowledge there's a, a lot of people in the world that just don't celebrate Christmas. This isn't a big deal for them. Right. So um, there's also that part, like it's, it's just another day for some people. Of course. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And you know what, if you don't have your kids on Christmas day, which was always something that terrified me, it doesn't mean that you can't have a season Mm -hmm. and you can find that moment to create at some point in that season. And I just think, that when I realized that, and you, you all probably already realize it, but it just took some of the pressure off of needing to hold so tightly to what it should mm-hmm. look like, because it doesn't have to look yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I love it. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas, no matter <laughs> no how matter what it gets out. figured out. We're gonna have a great Christmas. We're you know, for we're we're together. No matter, it might not be for all parts yeah. of this, the, you know, those two weeks that my son has off school, but it will be, we will be together and it'll be, yeah. it'll be whatever we make it to be. And I love that we talked about that co-creation because yeah, I'm going to talk to my son tonight probably about, well, what do you want this Christmas to look like? Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you're right. The part that's not in your control right now is the <laughs> scheduling, but absolutely you can start creating some ideas and and build other parts of those expectations that you want to put out for him. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's a great point. Thanks. All right. 
Thanks for the conversation. I love thinking about this stuff and how as single parents, we can really create those lives the way we want to create them. Be really intentional about them. All right. Till next time. Have a great holiday listeners. We wish, I wish you. And I think together we wish everyone a, um, a Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. And if you don't, we wish you just an awesome couple weeks. Awesome couple <laughs> weeks. No kidding. And if you would like to share how you do your Christmas and how you do your holidays, we'd love to hear it. You can always reach us on our social media platforms or through our website, singleandmighty.com. Before you leave, we want to give a big shout out to our friend and musician, Laura Kosh, who wrote our intro and outro music. Laura is the singer songwriter for the band, The Quirks, and you can find them online at The Quirks, K-W-E-R-K-S.com. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and share it with other single parents in your life. Thanks for listening. Two, one.